Hello and welcome back to This Is Ibrox. I'm Rhys Cochran and today we're doing a part two with Anton for the Glasgow Borussia Dortmund Supporters Club. How are we, Anton? Good, not too good, um, obviously for last week's result, but um, remain optimistic for tomorrow night. Yeah, that's it. Well, after last week's first leg, Rangers lead 4-2 in the tie, so we're going to be looking back on that, looking at a contrasting weekend for both sides and having a wee preview to the second leg and seeing how we think that one's going to go and we'll get through to the last 16 overall. We, of course, meet one of the Champions League dropouts. In fact, no, that was Champions League dropouts. Never mind. It's going to be the group winners, that's who it is. So, last week, Anton, it was a bit of a shocker. I don't think any has predicted that. I think I'll predict us to get beat again and maybe hope I get proved wrong again this week. I know, definitely. It was a, a bit of a shock result. Um, but, like I said before about this, um, talking about it the other night, um, when we're kind of about this league podcast, that the stars have got to line properly for something like that. Like Rangers have got to play brilliant. Dortmund have got to have an off night. Um, and that's exactly what happened. I think um, you can can argue with the result. To be fair, I thought um, standouts for Rangers in the midfield with Jack and Bassett at the back. Ken, we kind of predicted the counter attack and um, they deserve to win. I think, although it was a shocking result for, I'd say a hundred percent of people watching, I don't think anybody would have predicted it. That. You never came away from the game going, do you know what, we flipped that or we rode a lot and stuff, I think. We came away from it going, that was a quality performance and I think we deserved every bit of the result. I don't know about you, but I kept thinking Dortmund just to me seemed dead wide open. It seemed like Rangers always had a spare man, as if we were playing against 10. We seemed comfortable in possession. There was more movement to make angles to get the ball retained the ball quite well and it just never seemed like we were in massive threat for Dortmund would you make of that? No I would agree with that I think um, it looked like I mean it looked like Rangers were going to score every time they went forward basically for a certain period during that game um, also think the midfield played a, a massive part in it as well like pressing and giving kind of like very, I think Dortmund's midfield is a bit weak um, so mm. I mean the Rangers counter attack uh, was they played it like brilliantly, I thought. Um, they've also done their homework as well, knowing Dortmund are kind of liable at the back. But I think the whole um, pressing for Dortmund was these, was these kind of, the gigging pressing, as you say in Germany, like the way kind of Celtic played against Rangers with the pressing in the first half a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um, the kind of Dortmund are good when they do that, but it seemed very disinterested. And there's a lot of people, a lot of Dortmund fans are thinking, that the, some of the players are too comfortable um, mm-hmm. and not really putting in enough effort. Do you think that's maybe done to like a squad depth or something? A few of them know one they don't to be starting or the lack of depth isn't really there to push players out of their position or do you think it's just they've been there for that long now? Because it doesn't really seem to me like, and it's usually a sign of a well-run club, but it can have its negative effects that there's no high turnover in Dortmund players. It seems like everybody's kind of been there for a good few years now. Mm-hmm. Probably a bit of both, I think. Um, some of the players, the, the strength and depth is like, it's undeniable, like weak, kind of weak squad. Um, that's why, like I said last week on, on the pod, that Dortmund will play a lot of players out of position, um, mm-hmm. which isn't the ideal. And you're, you're probably going to see that again for the game at Ibrox. Uh, and just ability as well, I think. I like to see the hood. 
excellent technically. Um, did you want him putting a bit of dig in the midfield against the likes of Ryan Jack? Probably not. Um, Witzel had a, an operation on his Achilles, uh, which was quite a, a bad fit, a bad kind of operation. I think a bad injury, a bad operation for him to get. He's come back. Mm-hmm. Probably know the player he was. And to be fair as well, he probably won't be here next season at Dortmund because his contract runs out and he's not been renewed. So, I mean, you've got players playing there that are on the plans to, to be staying. Right. He's had a great career, so I think he's just getting on a bit now. What is he, 32, 33 maybe? Yeah, um, something like that. Been out in Russia for a few years and that, and I think it's one of the ones where maybe when he took that step out to Russia, he thought, right, he's kind of chucking at his career, he's kind of, he's hit the twilight. But then he comes back to Dortmund and it's, it's almost as if he took a step up in the twilight, but I, I, I'd agree, I think he's he's definitely passed it now and it was too easy for us in the midfield as much as I enjoyed it. Um, it seemed like, it's funny you say a lack of fight because it did seem like every second ball was going to Rangers. And I know we have got that kind of working like industrial midfield too, a Jack and Lundstrom at the minute that's working quite well. And they seem to have that drive and energy that wins you the wee second balls and the fight and is able to move the ball up the park. And I think that was what we seen the other night. It was, and it just links in perfectly to your comment of a lack of fight there. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think um, Morelos again, Mr. Thursday night. Loves it. He loves it, honestly. I think if Morelos was to hide away for about six months in hibernate or something, he would come back on a Thursday night and still buy a hat trick in the Europa League. He's loves a European tie, the wee man. Saying that we are not at all in me still. But I think, I think, to be honest with you, I don't know about your opinion on this, but I put a few things into our group chat last week. I think Morelos has totally finished that Morelos-Edward debate. I think his performances in Europe have took him that wee level up and just totally killed that debate. Am I allowed to say no comment? <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> okay. We'll put that out to the listeners. Like to see, the, see the goal was called? Mm-hmm. When I think it was a reboot flicked the corner on. Um, that is a massive weak spot for Dortmund. That was conceded goals this season already I remember Hoffenheim the start of the season last season conceded about maybe three or four goals like that two in the one game against Cologne and a, a defeat last season so again um, credit to Rangers for kind of spotting that kind of weakness mm-hmm. Interesting you say that it's a weakness for Dortmund it's certainly been quite productive for Rangers in recent times if you look at just I know that's going to be painful for yourself to reflect on but old firm games I want to start the season, Harlander's uh, header in the first game. I'm sure that was Aribo's flick-on at the front post. Last year, you had Aribo scoring the winner at Ibrox for the front post flick-on as well. So it does seem to be a kind of recurring theme, although I've noticed with Van Bronckhorst come in, we've been a bit more adventurous with our set-pieces. It's as if it is really something they're working on at corners and that, but we'll just need to wait and see how it pans out. Yeah, see, you'll see on that note as well, I think, the physical aspect of the game. Um, if you look at Dortmund's kind of almost full squad, or at least the start of the 11 or the, the 15 that were playing the games, you've got Hummels, um, you've got maybe Witzel, who's a wee bit stronger, um, Emery Chan, Haaland, and see, apart from that, most of the other team, most of the team players are, are team regulars. They aren't kind of big, well-built guys. They're kind of like skinny midfielder so we look at Rangers compared to 
to talk about at the minute. Right, I, I think you especially see that with the likes of Yuli and Brandt. Um, oh, he's a great player technically, been linked to Liverpool and big clubs like that in the past, but as you say, he's a wee bit lightweight. He doesn't seem to be one of the players that... He almost seems like if you kick him enough, you can put him off his game, or you can bully him off the ball or whatever. But I, it's funny though, it just... It seemed for a while that we didn't have that fight in the middle of the park and we were missing the likes of Jack and Arfield and that, but Lundstrom's turned his, he's turned his season around and came on to a brilliant game recently. Jack's always had that dig. It's just a case of getting him on the park and Arfield out wide right seems to be proving fruitful for us as much as we discussed in our previous pod that he's a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting this week because we spoke kind of briefly and messages between ourselves there about Zagadou coming off injured at the weekend and Dortmund had reverted to a 3-4-3 at the weekend I think was it 3-4-3 it was definitely a 3 at the back but a contrasting weekend for both sides after that amazing result Rangers then go and drop points away to Dundee United fail to take any other chances miss a few settles questionable decisions whatever, drop point, bottom line. Dortmund won 6-0. It, uh, what happened between Thursday night and the Sunday? Well, for a start, we're back in a bit of a, um, bit of a disaster this season. Getting to be 6-0 um, a few months ago off of Freiburg at home, and it was 6-0 at half-time. So they're, they're liable to concede a lot of goals as well, but if you watch the game, it was never a 6-0 game. I think the last 20 minutes, 22 minutes. Dortmund scored four. Um, it's maybe a wee bit flattering, but again, it just shows you Dortmund have got have it in them to, to put a few goals in during games. I definitely. I mean, we spoke before the first leg about how they'd lost 5-2 to Leverkusen and then won 3 now. and we said there was going to be goals in the game last week and sure as hell there was, but it maybe never came in the way we thought, but it's definitely been a common theme in Dortmund's games. Rangers seemed quite well set defensively last week. I think both of Dortmund's goals could say, do you know what, it was just moments of quality. Just showed you that. I think I mentioned a few times in the pod where Rangers players this season having enough quality to see them through games, but not putting in that 100% effort. So we were only maybe hitting the same peaks as last season. Do you think that was glimpses of Dortmund in the first leg? They had that quality that was showing the goals, two brilliant strikes, but the effort wasn't there and they never had their top form. That's where they were found out. Yeah, definitely. I think they found it hard to kind of break Rangers down to come up with ideas as well, I think. Um, but the two goals that you mentioned were like, especially Guerrero's, was a cracker. Um, I was actually saying on our chat with the the podcast, I'll just give a wee plug if anybody's interested in listening to that. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, I was saying in the group chat of that, that um, 3-1, I just bored of us. I'll take 3-1 just now. Um, that's how bad it was getting. I don't know how that was about half an hour ago or something. Do you know what? Honestly, couldn't believe it last week. It was like, when the handball's given in VAR, you're thinking, ah, well, VAR, let's go. And then, the offside, I've no idea how he's gave that as offside. It's it's criminal, to be fair. But, again, it's one of the things with hindsight and VAR. It changes the whole game. It, for me, it's mental to think without VAR, that game finishes to each. It, it just doesn't seem... 
just, do you know what I mean? You'd be getting into this leg going, Rangers are going to have to have a massive performance to get through this, whereas now you're looking at it going, lose the game by goal, you get through. I mean, yeah, I think it's we've got a lot more comfort in getting into this leg than we, we, would, have had, we would have done certainly like, to each. And yeah, it's credit to VAR, but I don't think we'll have the infrastructure in Scotland to put that in. It's been quite good in this league. Um, VR have kind of come up with most most things in it anyway. There has been a questionable situation, um, surprisingly, in a Dortmund and Bayern game, and uh, you can guess who the decisions normally go for. Um, I remember that call, and, actually. I remember that. There's been a few. Um, there was actually the goal line technology a few years ago when it came in. The last game, the cup final, the Paul Carl, um, Mark Simmons, who was playing for Dortmund, he scored the header over the line about two yards. No goal line technology, and Bayern won two nothing the next time. But no, it's good. I quite like it in, in Germany. A lot of people don't like it, but I'd love to see it in Scotland as well. Aye, you know, I just think it's been it's been trialed that many times in different countries, and kind of they've made all the mistakes and teething problems and that. It's had to the point where it's now developed and used, and you know the best way to use it when not to use it and stuff. Now that it's time to implement it in Scotland, let other people. Dummy test it and that, and now we've seen how to work it, how it works, where it's best used and no used, put it in. But that's a debate for another day, to be totally honest with you. Mm. Moving on to this week, in fact, just going back to that six now, I missed a wee, wee hanger, mate. What was Royce all about? No hitting the penalty for his hat trick? Well, again, public team player. He was actually, he's trying to put this in as well. Mark Royce is. He's closing in on being the top goal scorer at Bruce Dortmund's history. Um, there's a bit of debate. I think it's 159. Um, Manny Brooksmuller and Miko Zork, who's the uh, kind of director of football at the moment, are kind of he's like six, eight goals behind them, I think. But there's another guy called Addy Presley as well, who's got 174 goals for Dortmund. And, but that doesn't count, apparently, because it was before 1963 or something like that, before the Bundesliga came in. So... Um, I've always been going for the top one, but uh, get back to the penalty thing. I think just because Emery Chance took three penalties this season, he scored three of them. And getting back to last season, people were missing left, right, and centre. So I think just let him take it, and hopefully we can we can get one at Ibrox down at the Brimble end. Oh, don't see that happening. <laughs> <man. They're> like, <laughs> we know what the rest of the league is. I think it's not like a Rangers penalty, but uh, I know I was. Watching the like the highlights and that on it, and you seen Royce get two just to give the viewers a bit of context. Marco Royce scores two goals. Dortmund are five 0 up. Ninety third minute, Dortmund got a penalty. Emery Chan hit it and scored and made it six. But I, I was then checking: Did Royce get subbed? I'm going on live score looking to see when did he come off. He must have come off surely. But no, um, right enough. He just let Emery Chan hit it. It's quite a a selfless decision for him. Um, he's obviously captain of the club, been a great servant for the, to the club for years. I just looked at that and thought, come on, mate, take the glory. He deserves some sort of glory. You've stayed there for years and rejected all the big moves to Bayern and stuff, but other people have done the countless trophies. And pff, He just seems like the guy doesn't want glory, so I'll happily take him doing that again Thursday. So if he's what he, nah, I don't fancy the last 16. We'll let him through. <laughs> I know I, I just seen it and I thought I need to wind you up but that, that's how his bottles went his bottles went he's not wanting a hat trick 
team player, mate. He's got three assists as well, by the way, so he was man of the match already anyway. Oh, he's an icon. He's an icon, German football, especially at Dortmund. I think he's he's one of the players, a bit like Totty. He's universally respected just for his loyalty to that club. But Aye. fair play to him anyway. But we've already reviewed the Rangers done the United game, so I think we all know that was a, a shocking result. Not a shocking result, but disappointing. And Dortmund have picked up for that weekend there and just they seem to be riding high at the minute. So we'll see how it goes going into Thursday night. But my main man, Ellen Harland's out again. He's not even travelled. Oh, disappointing. Uh, I, I thought it was a mere chance. Uh, he's playing or at least being on the bench, get a wee, a wee glimpse in. Um, I've not yet seen him in the flesh playing for Dortmund. I was due to go over the game he scored four against Hertha Berlin. When they won 5-2, I had kind of planned it all out to, to book it and then all uh, the COVID restrictions again, so... I prepared to another trip to be alone again, um, but yeah, definitely up against them without him. I I think he'll be a massive miss. Um, I, it just seemed Dortmund didn't really have a focal point last week. A wee bit like we discussed how Marlon was a bit more of a winger playing centrally, and how without him Dortmund didn't really seem to have that attacking intent. The same way Marlon's. Good with the ball, but he's no that instinctive striker that you had mentioned. And he's just one of the players that I'd love to see at Ibrox. I'd love to have seen Haaland. He's one of the... He sells tickets, he sells. The guy sells tickets. He's a character. He's a phenomenal player. And I, I think it, it makes the game that wee bit less special. But I heard Leon Balligan in a press conference today saying, well, it's a shame that he can't play because... Brilliant to play against them, but at the same time, it's going to be a big disadvantage for Dortmund. Definitely, I think. Again, spoke about it last week. Um, having great players playing um, against any Scottish team, no matter who it is, it's always great. When a few years ago, Barcelona were playing Dundee United, and I think it was Hearts of Hibs when they were in, in Scotland. Um, even though it was only friendlies, it was like brilliant for them to see them. Do you know what I mean? Like the stars of Barcelona, then same with Rangers and Celtic as well to get likes of Messi, Ronaldo, um, all these top players, you know what I mean? And Haaland's definitely up there, I think. Well, he's going to be. Uh, he, he certainly looks like in a few years, him and Mbappé will be that Messi and Ronaldo debate, but I, I can't really see it. I, I still don't think Dortmund have got a weak team under it, although last week I was pleasantly surprised to see Yusufo Makoko getting brought off the bench. Mm-hmm. We spoke about how the boy's only 17 and putting me to shame. He's making me feel old now. But he uh, seems a talent. But again, it just seemed one of the lean, kind of raw players who's not quite hit the peak for Dortmund yet. He's he's a talent, no doubt about it. But he's miles off the level of Haaland and it does just drop massively in the squad depth. So Jenkins will have that attacking intent to turn the game around this week or do you think it will be that detrimental that it will just it will blow the chances of scoring enough goals because bear in mind you need to win by two at least to turn the tie around mm-hmm. Get back to what you said about last week Ben McCoke on as well they also brought on Brian as well He's, both of them are no long back for injury um, and 17 and 18 year old and they brought on Rainey as well, the guy who's on, on loan for Real Madrid, Brazilian boy who's, who's rarely featured. So, I mean, it was very like 
it was wasn't very nice to watch. Like you're, you're throwing these young players on to rescue the game. Do you know what I mean? It was like big pressure. Mm-hmm. They've done that a few times or last season especially. Um, but but definitely, put it the boy the boy can score goals. Um, he's done it off off through his kind of youth level and stuff like that. So I mean, I'm sure he'll come on at some stage at Ibrox. Mm-hmm. Aye. So would you make of the tie jink four two? Is it? tie over? Is it possible to turn around? Do you reckon you'll do it? What's your predictions? Um, I would say like I said last week uh, I predict uh, Rangers to score again but I don't think that matters because I, I think either the extra time or Dortmund one will have to score three goals anyway because I think Rangers will score at least one. Um, I'm predicting a free one a free one Dortmund victory Um through my black and yellow tinted glasses. Um, got them on just now, so. <laughs> uh, I'm going for extra time in some way, extra time, and then uh, hopefully it goes to penalties. Are we goals rules wiped out? What's that? Are we goals rules wiped out? So that's a, that's, a big, that's a big plus point. I think when, when Guerrero scored that, that could have been a really important um, goal in the tie as well, but you, you can't write Rangers off. There are no clowns in Europe. They've been amazing in Europe over the last, the last few years. Um, taking some big scalps as well along the way. Do you know what I mean? Or getting draws against them. So, I mean, they'll definitely battle for it. I think, hopefully, for us, early goal. And just let's see how Rangers respond on it. I think the early goal will decide that if, if Rangers were to get an early goal, it could be curtains for the tie, not necessarily the game itself. Because I still think Dortmund would have the quality, as we've seen last week, just to curl one for 30 yards and let's face it McGregor's not moving if it's on target he's just kind of watching it but we'll wait and see um, I, th- I think Ramsey and Hadji are Rangers only absences Van Bronckhorst confirmed today Ramsey I don't I didn't expect to play a massive part in it anyway I think potentially you would have flung him on for maybe 45 if the ties if we're comfortable, say two and a half, right, in a dream world, I don't see that happening for life of me again. But against that tiring midfield and maybe Witzel and guys of a similar age coming to the end of their career, you'd maybe get them on, get minutes in the legs, but it's not to be, he seems to be injured again and Hadji's obviously got that long-term injury. But I think their squad seems pretty well-founded, you know? I think we seem to have players coming back for injury at the right time not got a lot of suspensions which can obviously be a problem in this competition and I, it seems to be set up for a cracking game other than the Haaland miss is there any other injuries at Dortmund at the minute? Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously Zaga went off injured uh, Gio Reyna went off injured both of them will miss the game obviously Haaland is the big, the big miss uh, Mounier is injured but apparently he's travelled with the squad as well um, I think you might see him play some part in the game as well. Um, I can't you. Uh, I, I think he's out as well. Um, I've not really had a chance much time today to have a look at who's travelled and stuff like that. Um, but you, you could see the likes of Pongracic, who's on loan for Wolfsburg, um, who didn't get a game for Wolfsburg. So it was a, a strange decision to bring him on loan. Um, yeah. It was a bit of a kind of panic by loan, I think. This kind of backup centre half. He's actually yeah. done not too bad a couple of games he's played, but he won't be at Dortmund. He'll be back at Wolfsburg at the end of the season, so you could well see like Emery Champ play at the back. I'd, I'd like to see him in midfield because he's got a bit of digging. 
Alan, your seats, you can just go anywhere. No, I think that tends to be the case with most away games, to be fair, mate. Was... I, I had a good seat as well, man. I was kind of looking forward to being kind of raw eye, kind of near the front, if I grab myself a, a, a top at the end of the game. Ah, well, just run down the front. I'm sure you'll get your way through. <laughs> shoulder pass <laughs> and I'm not in my usual seat tomorrow either, actually. I'm using my dad's pals ticket, but aye, it'll be an interesting one. I'm in the enclosure, so I'm opposite end of the ground fees, but I can manage to get a photo of your flag. Some of you get the Glasgow Borussian flag sorted, so I'll try and zoom in for the other end of the stadium to get that one for you. Aye, please do, mate. <laughs> Last week was it was a monumental result for Rangers. Um, I think it massively helped the reputation of Scottish football. You, you know, you've seen Aberdeen striker Christian Ramirez coming out and tweeting, and Alan Burrows and Motherwell. I'm sure he's the chief exec. Uh, mm-hmm. Had to come out and delete their tweets because they faced a bit of backlash purely for praising the result and the impact it had in Scottish football, but. I, I think it's definitely raising the profile. Um, a lot of people covering the Europa League because the likes of West Ham are in it. There's a few English teams in it. Leicester are still in it. No, in fact, Leicester went to the Conference League. Yeah. A few big teams in it this year anyway. Napoli, Barcelona, the likes. It seems to be getting a bit more coverage. And I've seen a few people mention that tie is the highlight of the round, the upset of the round. So I, I think it's definitely done as good with the reputation. Hopefully it benefits the coefficient going forward. I don't know how it's going to work out exactly. That's for mathematicians to do. But, so you're going for a 3-1 prediction for Dortmund then? Yeah, I'll go extra time. Um, and I'll just take it with a possible penalty. So I think it could be a long night. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be a long night. <laughs> right. So who would you back in penalties? Do you reckon Dortmund will... Hold a bottle or Jango Shirkit. Well, I'm hoping you get your wish, mate. I'm hoping uh, Marco Royce is going to step up to take that last penalty and just um, make you the, the Avalti spoke here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's going to happen. I'll get crucified in the comments and the chats and all that if this does happen. But uh, I, I'll predict a wee... A 1-0 Dortmund win. I'll go 1-0 Dortmund and Rangers see it through to the next round and We'll see who we get in the last 16. But, aye. Thanks very much for coming on, Anton. I appreciate it. Anything else you'd like oh, to well. promote to any of the viewers or listeners? No, no, really. Like I said, does anybody want to give us a follow on Twitter? Or send us an email. They want to join the, the club and get tickets for the, any games um, in the UK as well, obviously. If we can, well, hopefully we go through. I'm um, West Ham up um, at some point. Um, but no, just, just overall, I mean, no matter what happens, Tomorrow night as well, it's just going to be good to have kind of Dortmund in Glasgow and the fans in Glasgow and just the experience of seeing them playing in Glasgow. Because um, it's been a while since we've been in Glasgow from season, you know what I mean? That's 2018. Um, mm. So it's good to have them. Aye, 100%. I'm sure they'll be visible and definitely allowed. We're going for George Square to Ibrox tomorrow night. So best of luck with March and that. Um, I hope you have a good night, mate, apart for the 90 minutes. Hope that bit's Aye. a wee bit. Yeah, we good atmosphere. Hopefully the snow is not too bad. I don't fancy walking in the snow. I know. I heard that it's meant to be snowing tonight, but we'll, we'll need to wait and see. I remember a game getting played at Ibrox a few years ago, and I think it was before the club was kind of retaking over again. And I don't think they'd undersoil heating or anything, but I'd imagine that won't be 
a case this time, they've prepared for it, no doubt. But aye, I'll go for a wee 1-0 loss Rangers to see it through and hopefully we'll be back and get a wee preview in for the last 16. But thanks very much for joining us, Anton. No bother, just for asking again, mate. Cheers and guys, make sure to like and subscribe and share this to all your social media pages, you know, get involved in the discussions, let us know your predictions in the comments. If you're on YouTube, it'll be available on Spotify podcasts, Apple, Acast, or your usual platform sites. This is Ibrox. Thanks for watching.